0: We who belong to God have in us the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God, who lives in us, searches the heart of God to reveal the will of God to each of us so we can go in the way of God while we live on this earth. We must not follow the ways of worldly people. We must not live that way. Our security is to go in the way of God. The Holy Spirit will teach us all things, remind us of everything Jesus has said, guides us into all truth, and shows us things to come. John 14, 26 and 16, 13. We have all the ammunition that we need to live in this life. As long as God chooses to leave us on this earth. First Corinthians chapter two of verse twelve. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we also speak, not in the words. Which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Every believer has the Spirit of God. If you do not have the Spirit of God in you, then you don't belong to God. Romans tells us that, the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. I see a great many people who say they're Christians that are not led by the Spirit of God. This tells me they're antichrist. They put themselves into the church by going forward and being baptized or by joining the church through some ritual, whatever that church group happens to teach. But they do not have the Spirit of God leading them because they show no signs of the Spirit of God. They just simply show the way of this world and the doctrines of their church, which are often not the doctrines of the New Testament Bible. Antichrist is in the churches today. Antichrist means opposite from Christ. Scriptures were discarded. Many scriptures have been discarded today, and other doctrines set up which please men. For example, I attended a dinner once at a museum group at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas, where I lived at that time. They had assigned seating, had round tables, 10 people or so at each table. I found my name card and was horrified because I was seated next to a man who was wearing around his neck the largest cross I have ever seen on a human. It was wooden. It was about eight inches long. I knew this was going to be trouble. I sat down at my assigned place and sure enough this man began talking immediately. He said to the whole table that he was the former pastor at Indiana Baptist Church. Now we who are Christians should delight in that, shouldn't we? Another person of God. But the minute I saw that cross, I knew that man wasn't of God. That outward display, I knew a real Christian's not going to be doing that. He began speaking, and what he said was, Oh, we have such a problem at the church. Well, then everybody at the table looked up because they wanted to know what the problem was. He said, we have so many people trying to come to church that we can't seat all the people. We've added on to the church several times and we still don't have enough room for all the people who want to come to church. I spoke up and said, well, if you would do what Jesus says in Matthew five thirty-two, and teach that to your people. A man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Then about half of the people would leave you, and you'd have plenty of room to seat the people. You want to go to a big church? Well, you are really asking for trouble. Because how did they get big? Well, they didn't get big by teaching the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery, they don't teach that doctrine. Nor do they teach the doctrine in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 10, 11, where Paul said this is a commandment of the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled with her husband. They don't teach that. They don't teach that a divorced woman can't remarry. If you see a big church group They are teaching things that appeal to the world, things that are sensible to the world. That's how they get big. But if they speak the things I've told you, the people will leave them and find another church where they teach the things they want to hear. Having itching ears is how Paul described it to Timothy. We who are of God have the Spirit of God in us and we are led by the Spirit of God to go in a way that is of God. First Corinthians 2.14 But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. I'll give you some examples of that. In 2020, at the very peak of the coronavirus information in March in the United States. We saw things we'd never seen before. All of the live sports were canceled. I've never seen such a thing. Businesses closed. Times Square didn't have any people in it. It was vacant. It was like a town that has been annihilated by a nuclear weapon or a poisonous gas No people in Times Square, New York City. So many things we've never seen before. In March 2020, I had a house in Texas which had been on the market for a year and a half and had not sold. And I said to God, Is there anything you want me to do about that house in Texas? It had not sold in the good times. How is it going to sell in the coronavirus period when people are terrified? Immediately, a word was brought to my mind by the Holy Spirit. Put the house on the market at a special sale price, lower the price, and leave it on there for a week. I immediately contacted the realtor, told her what to do. The house sold in two days. Another thing that I heard during the coronavirus, right there at the first of it, of the coronavirus, sell all the old sound equipment that you do not want to keep. Now, this is not a time you'd think that you would sell old sound equipment. There is an internet uh, site where you can sell high-end sound equipment. You can list it on this internet site. It's called Audio Gone. We've have sold equipment on that before. and the sound equipment dealers that I know frequently sell sound equipment on that internet site. So we began listing, Old, our old sound equipment that was not being used. One man contacted us wanting us to lower the price on an item, and he said, you can't expect to sell this sound equipment in, with all this coronavirus going on. Well, probably you can't expect that. But that's what God told me to do. See, it's the opposite way of the wisdom of the world The wisdom of the world is, you can't sell anything in the midst of this, but God told me how to sell things. We listed sound equipment, and with everything we listed sold, we accumulated more than $13,000 in a matter of a couple of weeks or three weeks. Every time we listed something, it sold. One item went to Hong Kong. Now, the buyer pays the shipping on that Internet, so we didn't pay the shipping to Hong Kong, but the item went to Hong Kong. He arranged the shipping. Things that you wouldn't imagine happened, happened. The house in Texas sold during the coronavirus, and the old sound equipment sold. Another example in the year 2020 of hearing from the Holy Spirit. I've had several broken bones from accidents. Makes it a little bit hard to ride in a car. I mean, have pain almost constantly. I thought about having our old cars reupholstered, the seat, passenger seat reupholstered. I don't drive anymore. Pam Paget does all the driving. She has had an old car that was 16 years old. I have a 26-year-old car. So I was thinking about reupholstering the passenger seat when I clearly heard, or you could just buy a new car. I'd never considered buying a new car. But that was right. I could buy a new car. I'd sold the house in Texas. The money was just sitting in the bank. So I could buy a new car and pay cash for it. I don't go in debt for things. God showed me back in 1975, get out of debt and stay out of debt, and I have not been in debt since that time. It doesn't seem reasonable. Very often, the way of God is not the way the world would do things. I owned a business in 1975 through 1979, American Indian Arts business. That God showed me, get out of debt, stay out of debt. When I went out to the reservation to buy merchandise, I bought only the amount of merchandise that I could pay cash for, my own cash. I did not borrow money to buy merchandise. When I went on radio a woman came to me and said, I work for Braniff International Airlines and I'm a fan of yours. She had heard me on radio and she was following the radio broadcast. And she said she was an executive vice president with Braniff. After we got to know each other and she saw how I had run my business, which I'd closed by then to go into the ministry full time, but she learned that I didn't borrow money To buy merchandise, she said, I've never heard of such a thing. What we were always taught is borrow other people's money to make money. Don't spend your own money. See, she was taught the way of the world. I said, well, God taught me to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And She was just amazed. She said, I've never heard of anybody running a business that way. Within about a month, Braniff Airlines filed bankruptcy and closed their business. Whereas for the past 45 years, I've been out of debt because I refused to go into debt and I have followed what I believe God showed me. Here it is 2020 as I'm making this broadcast. I'm out of debt I don't even have any property anymore. The money is just sitting in the money market at the bank until I have need for it. It's totally different from the way of the world. When I see television newscasts about people, it just shocks me. They they often show long lines of people in their cars waiting for free food that the government is giving away. But the one thing that I've watched so carefully for the past five months, I've watched deliberately the kind of cars in those lines getting the free food. And on the television newscast, I have not seen anyone in an old car yet. Now, there might be some old cars there, but all the cars they've shown have been bright, shiny new cars, and yet these people can't buy food. They're taking free food. And they are even portrayed as they would go hungry if the government didn't give them that food, and I don't believe that for a second. Bright, shiny new cars tells me These are people who live above their means and have gone into debt to buy that car. This is a way of the world. Take out a mortgage and get just as much house as you possibly can get. That's a way of the world. Now, we just can't go that way. If you've been going that way, you better reconsider your way of life for the future. You're trusting in a job that may not be there a year from now. You may not even have it now. It may never come back. Does that frighten you? Well, it should. But if you're following God, He will lead you one step at a time into freedom. But if you're following the way of the world and trying to get every possible thing that you can and go in debt for that item or that mortgage, it's wise in the sight of the world, but not in the sight of God. You can see the truth of what I'm saying if you will read First Timothy chapter 6. Paul speaks about money. And you will see the way of God versus the way of the world. But if you have the Spirit of God, He will show you what to do today, tomorrow, the next day, as long as you follow Him. I don't believe many church people have the Spirit of God. The ones that I've spoken to, and I've spoken to many, when I speak, they just stare at me sort of blankly. When I share something of God with them, Usually they don't respond at all. They show no excitement, no joy, no delight. Occasionally someone will, but not often. Jesus said few would find the way of life. Many would go in the way of destruction. That's in Matthew chapter 7. I believe it's verse 13. Unless you are following God, you cannot please God. You cannot follow God unless you have the spirit of God in you. God gives the spirit of God to every person that he reveals Jesus to when that person believes in the word. They receive the spirit of God. My own mother, uh, she wasn't born again and my dad wasn't either as far as I know. We never I never heard them mention church or Bible or anything and we didn't have a Bible at the house. But after I was born again I was visiting my mother and dad and I opened the kitchen cabinet and I saw a set of Zodiac horoscope mugs which I had given to my mother before I was born again. She was watching me and I just took a garbage bag and put those mugs in the garbage bag, and my mother saw what I was doing, and she screamed out and said, Oh, no, what are you doing? Wait, you gave those to me. I want to keep those. I didn't say a word. I just took the garbage bag that had the mugs in it, took them to the alley, broke the mugs in the dumpster, and threw it in the dumpster. I went back into the house. I took a Bible... I went to Deuteronomy 18 and began reading to my mother. Starting at verse 9 When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abomination of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. Or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. After I finished reading, she sat there for a moment, and then she said, Well, I guess we better not do that anymore. She had followed horoscopes all her life. She turned from it. She agreed with God and was born again that very second. I got a letter from my uncle after that trip, and he said, Your mother's changed. She's really changed. That's what being born again is. You don't change because you're trying to change. God changes you because he causes you to be different. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. That's uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I believe, verse 17. The point is being born again is change. Going forward at church and being baptized without the Spirit of God is no change. You may for a season decide you're going to do something or other that seems religious. But basically you're not changed at all from within. Being born again is being changed from within. Then we learn certain scriptures as we go along and we make additional changes. And every time we obey a scripture... We are recreated in the image of Christ, the Word. For Jesus is the Word. Before Jesus came to this earth, He was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. All things all things were created by Him. And without Him was not anything created that was created. He was everything. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. At one point in time, Jesus became a man, a baby on this earth, who grew into manhood. But Jesus existed before that ever happened. He was the Word, who became flesh and dwelt among us for a season, Then he was crucified, he was resurrected, went back into heaven to intercede for us, and he gave us his Holy Spirit to show us what to do as we live on this earth. Now, that is given to the person who believes God, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit enables us to know the will of God and what we're supposed to do on this earth. And without that spirit, you're just exactly like the world. You might stumble along and be a little wiser than somebody else, but lots of times you'll fall. You will not fall with the Holy Spirit by following Him. When you do what God says to do, you are going to come out ahead in the end. On this life, as well as the next life. One scripture which shows clearly the wisdom of the world versus the wisdom of God is the scripture which says bodily exercise profiteth little. Godliness is profitable unto all things for this life and that which is to come. People go crazy over this keeping yourself fit bodily exercise. The Bible says it profiteth little. Little. They make it into a god. And they make doctors into gods and medical profession into gods. And here we see a coronavirus where nobody knows what to do. They just stumble about. And they don't know what they're stumbling over. They were saying to keep six-foot distance, and now they're saying, the most recent news, and this is in August of 2020 is that the coronavirus will travel 16 feet through the air. So basically, you need to be farther apart from the other person. But you don't even know if that's true. That's just their idea. But if you follow God by His Spirit, doing the Word of God, it's health to you. Health to your flesh. Health in every way. Following the Word of God following the Word of God by the Spirit of God God knows what each of us needs to do it won't be futile when we follow God it's profitable for not only this life but the one to come it's the only thing that matters the Word of God is the only thing that matters doing what God has shown you to do by His Spirit. This is Joan Boney speaking. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.